This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. All right, who was it? Who was it that said it? Because, man, I tell you what, you're like Nostradamus or something. Who was the guy who said it? I bet if we look through our old app messages, I think it was a message that came in. on. Maybe it was a caller. I don't know. Anyway, do you guys remember when they were debating the uh, – and, and it was up for a vote – uh, this past November, and the city of Billings was proposing over a hundred million dollars for this aquatics uh, rec center, uh, for this rec center that would have been uh, near, near South Billings Boulevard. And uh, anyway, and we had a caller. I yeah, I think it was a caller. I don't think it was an app message that came in. I think it was a caller that said, "Well, you know what they're going to do with that rec center? They're going to ask us to spend $100 million plus. They're going to drive up our property taxes. You know what they're going to do with that rec center? They're going to use it to house refugees. <laughs> and, uh, man, I, I'm telling you, we had a caller call it and say it. And I'm, I'm sure there was at least one person out there was like, oh, come on now. That's just crazy. Why would they ever do that? They're not going to they're not going to kick your kids out of a rec center that you paid for. To house illegal aliens or refugees or anything. And uh, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. This story out of Massachusetts, Fox and Friends first had it at O Dark 30 this morning. Governor of Massachusetts just closing a community sports center for four months to house migrants. And locals there letting her know they are not happy about this decision. More. Why do you think it's okay to take our resources from the citizens of Massachusetts? No, that's not an excuse. You served us. Nothing's illegal. Nothing's illegal. No, you don't. You need to deport them. You need to deport them. Lame excuses. Anyway, yeah, and then the two residents were on. We're on Fox and Friends first as well, talking about you know why why he shot this video and why he threw these questions at this governor of Massachusetts. Uh, yeah, but uh, hey, check that one off the list. I mean, if, if you were somebody who had your conspiracy theory list uh, tracker sheet going and and uh, the conspiracy theory was they're not going to kick your kids out of a rec center so they can use it for illegal alien housing. Ah, well, check that one off the list now, too. Golly, it just... I bet you, how, how many red markers have you had to purchase over the last three years to, to update the conspiracy theory checklist? Oh, scratch that one. Over. Scratch that one. Hey, uh, as we get the show started, I want to do this first thing this morning here, by the way. Yesterday, I casually referenced this story out of New York City where these illegal aliens, this mob of illegal aliens, were beating up two cops on the street. And... And I referenced something, uh, and, and it was incorrect. And I, so I want to correct that immediately here. First thing this morning, I said, crazy story out of New York. These illegal aliens were beating up New York City cops. They got thrown in jail. They, they eventually found the illegal aliens. They threw them in jail, and they're already out on bail. Um, very quick correction this morning. They didn't even have to post bail. These nutjob clowns running the courts in New York City put these illegal aliens that beat up cops right back out on the streets. They didn't even have to post bail. So I wanted to make sure I got that correction out first thing this morning for you. It's important to, to, to do uh, corrections uh, uh, when needed. Here is your Montana news. I'm happy to report that Luna DeLisle from Sydney has been found and she is safe, according to local police in Colorado. Thanks, everyone, for keeping an eye out for her. Now, if you are driving an older Toyota vehicle, there is an urgent recall over airbags. 
The car company has warned that if the airbags activate improperly, a part inside the mechanism will probably explode. This would propel metal shards into the body, causing serious injury or even fatality. Ashley Warren with KGVO reports this serious recall affects the following cars. The 2003 to 2004 Corolla and Corolla Matrix and the 2004 to 2005 RAV4. The repair or replacement of the airbags will not cost the owner anything. This recall adds to the list of cars with the Takata airbags. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee. Here's a look at your real weather for Billings and Bozeman. With sunny skies across the area for today, high temperatures will range from about 53 in Bozeman to around 60 in the Billings area. For tonight, increasing cloud cover, lows around 32. And then the outlook for Friday does call for considerable cloud cover. High temperatures from around 50 in Bozeman to the mid-50s across the Billings area. This is weatherology meteorologist Paul Trombley. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, he wasn't just complaining about the mayor of Bozeman. He was complaining about Bozeman. And and he was kind of laughing about all the money that the taxpayers of the city of Bozeman are paying him. This guy thinks he's the mayor. He he thinks he, he thinks even though he was appointed and and paid a lot of money to be the city manager of Bozeman, he thinks he's the mayor. That guy you elected, I he ain't the mayor. Come on now, I'm the one who runs this city. Uh, that's the impression I think a lot of folks are getting from this. All right, for those of you who haven't seen this video, I, I had a few people send this to me yesterday morning on the show, and uh, I, I wanted to, one, capture the audio and then also process the story before weighing in, uh, just so just so we make sure we, we know what the full story is here behind this video. But, man, I had, I had a few friends in, in the Bozeman area yesterday. Did you see this video of the Bozeman city manager? Uh, yeah, NBC Montana has a story here. Bozeman City Manager heard on post-meeting video voicing frustrations about the mayor. Uh, he wasn't just complaining about the mayor. Uh, he was... He was uh, he was basically, you know, kind of mocking uh, Bozeman and the uh, small. This is small town Schiff, Adam Schiff. This is small town Schiff. Uh, <laughs> he said it a couple of times. I'm going to play the video for you. I, I double checked. I knew he did it because you know, our producer, Travis, is so good. I was like, hey, um, did you edit out the uh, the SH word in in that video before I roll it on the air? I was going to go listen to it. Uh, and, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I caught that. I edited that part out so uh let, let me play that for you here uh in just a second or or at least later this hour of the show but first uh <laughs> tim and savage conspiracy theory bingo blackout yeah talking about the illegal aliens they kicked these kids out of their rec center in massachusetts and they're using it for illegal aliens so new york city they kicked the kids out of school so the illegal aliens could use the school instead now the rec center in massachusetts they kicked the kids out so the illegals could use that as well and we had it i'll bet you we had a couple callers who made the point they said hey they want us to spend over $100 million on that rec center in Billings. And you know what they're going to do? They're going to use it to house 
illegals. They're going to use it to house refugees. And, but there you go. Conspiracy theory bingo, as uh, Tim and Savage calls it. Mark that one. Use your little dabber and uh, mark that one off your list because uh, it just now happened in Massachusetts. Kendall and Laurel says, that was me. I wear the tinfoil hat. That was me. So, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me if Kendall was one of the ones who made that point. Um, I swear we had another guy call in and say the same th- say, say the same thing. But anyway, God, you just got to be able to laugh at this nonsense, don't you? Uh, all right. Let's see. Um, I do have a story on our Montana Talks website about this, uh, by the way, right now. Uh, let me see. Uh, tell you the headline here if I can. Anyway, it's on our, our Montana Talks website. One of our Bozeman contributors did a write-up on this uh, Bozeman city manager and uh, and this uh, viral video. City of Bozeman issues response to controversial viral video. What is the controversial viral video? Let's uh, let's roll the tape. Here it is. All right. You can hear it. So you want to hear one more Terry story? It's kind of funny. So Friday, yes. literally, I'm with Douglas and um, Joey from 2 o'clock in the afternoon until 6.20. I get an email from Terry like around 4 or something, something. Hey, I got an interview with Nora from the Chronicle about our Bear Wear campaign. I really need to talk to somebody. Who can I talk to about that? And I'm like... And he's like, it's on Monday. I'm like, well, me? Well, I don't, need, I don't want to bother you on the weekend. And yet, it's like, <laughs> so I, just Monday, Saturday morning, I get up, I ran this long ass email, fine, I get paid. I always, we all know that, but it's just like, I wish you could through his head. You don't have to take, because we have one person in the community now, classic small town kid, they'll never get over. That doesn't think we're doing enough. Yeah, anyway, so you can tell he's not just complaining about Terry. I got to answer emails on a Saturday. Oh, my goodness. So awful. I got to answer all these emails. Why do I get an email on a Saturday that I have to respond to? The guy made six figure. What is his actual salary? What is his actual salary? I, I, I got to look that one up. But don't worry. We're, we're going to talk about this more uh, later. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, a great Bozeman business owner, Mike Hope. He's got the Rockin' R Bar and, and some other great businesses. He's going he's gonna to join us on the show and weigh in because he, he's just, I mean, he's had to deal with the city and the obnoxious uh, tyranny coming out of the city of Bozeman and, and, and the county now with the liberal county commissioners, too. And, you know, they'd come and poke him in the chest in the COVID-19 era, but they wouldn't go do that to Walmart or some of the other big box stores, but they do it to a local business owner that invests back in the community, invests back in supporting Montana State University, and they'll poke him in the chest. But anyway, you know, as you can tell there, this is small town Adam Schiff. Why do I have to answer an email on a Saturday? You know what? I'll bet you there's somebody else in Bozeman who will take your uh, who will take your salary and answer a freaking email on a Saturday. This is small town shift I got to deal with here. Well, you know what? Then then why don't you resign then? If, if you don't like Bozeman, if you don't like the small town shift you got to deal with, go back to Austin, Texas, or wherever else you want to go. And, and, uh, and you can wax poetic about Terry. Terry. <laughs> Apparently, uh, yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, yeah. We're like I say, we're going to get reaction to that story from uh, from a, you know, a Bozeman business owner here later this morning. Uh, I'll have to see what what's the response here. I didn't get a chance to see the story. I, I threw the story up quickly on our Montana Talks website. I'll see what the response was from the uh, uh, from the city of Bozeman to this now viral video. Uh, let's see. Um, oh man, we got so many big things to talk about here. 
Donald Trump Jr. is calling out the Montana GOP. Why didn't I start the show with that? Don't worry, we got time. We got time. We'll be back right after the Farm and Ranch Report. Securing America. Some chilling warnings Wednesday during a House Select Committee hearing on China's cyber threats in the American homeland and national security. FBI Director Christopher Wray was very direct in describing that danger. China's multi-pronged assault on our national and economic security make it the defining threat of our generation. Ray says China is already attacking our economic and security infrastructure every day while planning for future strikes. The director of the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency, Jen Easterly, testified to what that type of attack might look like. Telecommunications going down so people can't use their cell phone. People start getting sick from polluted water. Trains get derailed. With Ray adding, the Chinese are not just focused on military and political targets. Low blows against civilians are part of China's plan. Kevin Uretsky, Fox News. With the Daybreak Ag Report on the Western Ag Network, I'm Lane Northland. As CattleCon 24 continues here in Orlando, Florida, our coverage is brought to you this week by Ag Risk Advisors, reminding producers of their risk management tools. Visit them at agriskadvisors.com. Well, this week, rancher leaders are being elected to serve on the board of directors for the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. One of those individuals newly elected is Mr. Jim Steinbeiser of Sydney, Montana, who was elected to serve as the Region 5 Vice President of NCBA. When asked why he wanted to continue to serve the industry, this is what he had to say. No, actually, it comes from my dad. He had that passion. I still do. Um, we just grew up that way, just um, with a desire to serve the industry that we love. And, and um, so it's in my blood, you might say. I've worked with all these issues, or many of these issues, through the last several years. And with that experience and, and background, why not just keep going? Steinbeiser is the immediate past president of the Montana Stock Growers Association, and he said he looks forward to listening to all the concerns of cattle producers and helping them find solutions to their challenges. In our caucus that we just came out of, uh, some of the ideas that are coming from these various affiliates in our region, it's just incredible. I mean, there is people problem solving and working out our problems, which is there's not a lot of us. Um, trying to be dictated to by the majority of how to operate. And, and so we need to get together, be united, listen to each other, and solve these problems. Again, Jim Steinbeiser will serve ranchers across most of Western Ag Network country as the Region 5 Vice President of the NCBA. Maternal function, optimized growth, and customer service. That's what you get at Alex and Angus. Hi, I'm Chad Ellingson, and I invite you to our annual production sale February 3rd. 1,200 top quality Angus will sell. Choose from 370 powerful bulls and over 800 commercial females. Take advantage of our free bull keep, marketing help, large sire groups, and volume discounts. That's the Ellingson Angus sale, noon, February 3rd, near St. Anthony. We growers of the North, it's time to push performance to answer the call of Westbred Wheat. With regionally proven varieties like WB9590 and WB9719 offering high yield potential balanced with protein content. Trust Westbred Wheat to help you get the most out of every acre. Now's the time. 
boldly grow. Seize the season with Westbred wheat. Performance may vary. Read and follow pesticide label directions, grain marketing, and other stewardship practices. Drought continues to rear its ugly head in terms of the size of the U.S. cattle herd. Another bullish cattle inventory report released yesterday by USDA. The department noted a 2% decrease in the total number of cattle and calves in the nation as of January 1st compared to last year with a total of 87.2 million head. Breaking down that total a bit, all cows and heifers that have calved, 37.6 million down 2% from last year. Beef cows totaled 28.2 million head, down 2% from a year ago, a new record low. The inventory of cattle on feed for slaughter increased 2% from last year, totaling 14.4 million head. Now, this report signals bullish prospects for the industry, with tight supplies amid strong demand, likely leading to higher prices across sectors until the liquidation phase of the cattle herd is complete. Again, that bullish news is exciting for cattle producers who have had a pretty tough go the past few years, but we all wish we had our cattle herds of yesteryear to go along with those prices, too. Reporting from the Cattle Industry Convention in Orlando, I'm Lane Northland, Western Ag Network. Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. So this uh, this Bozeman City Manager video, the, the, the audio that we just shared with you, that's just one of the videos. There's a whole other video out there, uh, probably even more outrageous than that one that we just heard. And we have that uh, on our Montana Talks website, a great post here by Jesse James on our Montana Talks website. City of Bozeman issues response to controversial viral video. Here's their response. Uh, All members of the Bozeman City Commission have had a chance to review a video circulating on social media involving a discussion between the Bozeman City Manager and a city employee. The commission has considerable concern about the content and tone of this video, and we will be holding a special meeting to discuss this subject. Soon as we are able to coordinate a meeting date and time, we will issue an agenda including how the public can participate We take seriously our charge that all of those in city leadership should model our stated values of professionalism and integrity, and anything that detracts from those values is a disservice to the public. Uh, So they're investigating it right now. Uh, But uh, here's the deal. What what this city manager uh, did is no different than what so many bureaucrats in the deep state do, and whether it's state government oftentimes or in the federal government. They think they're in charge and they don't think that the elected officials who are elected by you, the people, are the ones that actually call the shots. The same attitude that this guy is taking with the liberal city commissioners and the liberal mayor in Bozeman and the people of Moses is the same way the deep state has treated Donald J. Trump. Right. Uh, it's, it's, so they're getting a taste of their own medicine here. But but yeah, uh, here here's the other really big, big deal here in Gary and Billings. Stand by because I want to get to your uh, your phone call here as well. But uh, but this is this is a big one. So this city manager, apparently he was offered a job that pays a half a million dollars a year. He was offered a job pays five hundred thousand dollars a year and he turned it down and and he didn't turn it down. Because, well, I just love Bozeman so much. I love these these great small town people. (laughs) He turned it down because apparently being vested 
as the city manager of Bozeman, that, that apparently getting vested, he saw that as a better financial opportunity. In fact, he said on this video that he's close to getting FU money from the people of Bozeman. He's getting FU money. The city manager is getting FU money, Bozeman. Hey, FU Bozeman, I'm about to get FU money. He he would rather stay in Bozeman, a city he apparently despises, and get paid less because he could get vested. So he turned down a $500,000 a year job because it's more financially opportunistic to take the FU money and get vested from the city of Bozeman. Holy criminy. Uh, boy, that's telling, isn't it? Isn't that telling about, about our system and how the taxpayers are getting hosed? by these deep state bureaucrats who think they're in charge, not you, nor the people they actually elect. I can't wait to hear what Mike Hope has to say about all this. He's coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Gary and Billings in 60 seconds. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. The House passes a tax bill 357 to 70. Fox's Jack Callahan. It's a $79 billion measure that renews some of the Trump-era tax cuts for businesses and expands the child tax credit. Oklahoma Republican Kevin Hearn said, We can't expect to compete with China when it's more expensive to invest and innovate and grow here in the United States. The bill now heads to the Senate, where election year politics may decide its fate. Iowa Senator Chuck Grassley, for example, says he's concerned about making President Biden look good. A judge in London dismisses former President Trump's lawsuit over claims made by former British spy Christopher Steele. Steele alleged Russia had material it could have used to blackmail Donald Trump. Many of the claims were never substantiated. The former president's suit accused a company called Orbis Business Intelligence of violating British data protection laws. Fox's Jonathan Savage. America's listening to Fox News. All right, let's jump into the phone lines here. Phone lines are open for you, 406-294-0970. And I'll tell you what Donald Trump Jr. said about the Montana GOP here. Got to get to that. It's already on our Montana Talks website, though, if, you, if, you, if you're just waiting on pins and needles to see what Don Jr. had to say. Gary in Billings, hey, thanks for the call. What's going on, Gary? Yeah, good morning, Aaron. Thanks for taking my call. This was on TV last night that really angered me and should anger a lot of people, Mark Roscoe filed a lawsuit to keep Donald Trump off the ballot. Now, this was on KTVQ News. And if you allow me to elaborate a little bit on my point. Yeah, go for it. Uh, back in, uh, in, in the 70s when Mark Roscoe was running for governor, but he was really appeared to be a nice guy. And 90s, I worked on yeah. his campaign. So anyway, um, Mark served as a governor and Danny Weaver was his lieutenant governor. So, but anyway, Mark said that Donald Trump failed to protect his people under the Constitution. So let's go back to Mark Roscoe when he was a lawyer and broke up Montana Power. And there were a lot of people, were friends of mine, lost their job, lost their retirement. And he did not protect those people at all. I think Mark is somewhat like Joe Biden in dementia, because why would you, he's supposed to be a Republican, but way back, he was a Democrat, but he never could win, so he ran a Republican. Yeah, he was now a pro, I, I've heard that from people that knew him very well and were involved in that campaign, and they, they tell you, yeah, he was a pro-life Democrat. He couldn't get elected as a Democrat, so he decided to run as a Republican, and 
you know, back when when Montana was a purple state, Republicans were desperate to win, so so they went with that, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you know what was what was funny about that story, which is not a funny story, of course, but yeah. So um, so last night I'm I'm scrolling through my Twitter feed, Gary uh, or X, whatever it's called now, and I see that story. And immediately underneath it, let me pull it up actually for you here. So I see this story, uh, Jonathan Amberian, the reporter, uh, the Capitol reporter for KTVQ, former Montana Governor Mark Roscoe signing on to an amicus brief supporting legal efforts to keep former President Trump off the 2024 ballot. It, and you know what tweet was right underneath that? It was a tweet from Nayib Bukele. The president of El Salvador, who has taken the fight to MS-13, taken the fight to the murderous thug gangbangers, MS-13, and is is lowering the crime rate down in El Salvador. He's under attack by uh, Ilhan Omar and the squad right now. Anyway, Naib, so immediately under the story about Roscoe uh, wanting Donald Trump removed from the ballot is a tweet from Naib Bukele. I think the United States should have free and fair elections. <laughs> I mean, when El Salvador has the moral high ground, you know our country's in a world of hurt, right? I mean, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. All right, Gary. Uh, hey, thanks for the phone call. Man, we already got to take the break here. Uh, I got I got Ben and Billings coming up uh, right after this. Ben, stand by. You'll be the first caller up after the break. We got phone lines open for you as well. This is the Montana Economic Minute. Demographics doesn't get its due. The slow changes in the age structure of the population as we move forward in time are like the story of the little engine that could, a force that moves slowly but consistently forward. And when it comes to understanding current labor force shortages, demographic changes that are on plain sight are often overlooked. Consider the adult population, defined loosely as those aged 16 and over. The fraction of those in their prime working ages, defined as those aged 16 to 54, has steadily fallen over the last 25 years, from 73% of the adult population all the way down to 63% today. At the same time, there's been a steady rise in a fraction of those aged 55 to 64 who are closer to retirement. That's hugely important because research shows that work effort tends to decline towards the end of one's career. A reduction in overall labor supply was essentially baked into our future, a future that's now arrived. I'm Patrick Barkey. Brought to you by the University of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research. Saving you money, I'm Hillary Barsky. You can start collecting your Social Security retirement benefits as early as 62, and the majority of retirees do start around that age or 63. According to The Motley Fool, the move to receive them early makes good sense for people who simply need the money or if they have not saved as much as needed. Another good reason, if you're not in the best health, which might impact your lifespan. Or if the stock market starts to tumble near your retirement date, you might not want to be selling some stock at a low point, if you do delay starting to collect Social Security, you might get more in total. Most workers today have a full retirement age of 66 or 67. And for every year that you delay getting your benefits up to the age of 70, they will increase around 8%. It's best to read up on your options. Social Security is likely to deliver a big chunk of your retirement income, so it pays to learn more about it. Saving you money, Hillary Barsky, Fox News. This is where Montana talks. Montana talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, yes. Everything about this headline. Yes. Uh, Representative Ilhan Omar represents everything wrong 
with America's immigration system. That was a piece by John Dan- Daniel Davidson at thefederalist.com. I meant to share that one yesterday, but oh, you know, we've had so much going on. But, uh, you know, here here you have not only illegal aliens invading this country, invading this state, but they also want to dump these so-called refugees into Billings, Montana. And Ilhan Omar is a, the perfect example of what is flawed with our so-called refugee system right here. She was a refugee out of Somalia, and look at how she is in the halls of Congress pledging allegiance to Somalia first. She is everything that is wrong with our refugee system right there, uh, cheering on uh, the radical Islamists. She is one herself. Ron DeSantis, meanwhile, the DailyCaller.com, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis calls for Ilhan Omar to be expelled from Congress, denaturalized, and deported. Uh, another good one at the DailyCaller.com. All right. And anyway, I, I, I say that because I wanted to get that story on your radar. But I know we got a million other things to get to here this morning, a, a bunch of fresh content for you. Uh, bottom line with the Donald Trump Jr. story before I get to Ben and Billings, Donald Trump Jr., if you heard our 8 o'clock hour of the show yesterday, uh, I, I caught up with uh, Alex Brusowitz, who's a, a close ally of President Trump and Donald Trump Jr. He was scheduled to be the winter kickoff speaker for the Montana GOP. Uh, but because he has been critical of of Rosendale, uh, uh, Congressman Matt Rosendale, um, the Rosendale backers uh, called on the GOP to disinvite him as the speaker, even though he wasn't going to speak about the Senate race. He was going to solely focus on speaking in support of, uh, of of Donald J. Trump. And so he got disinvited. Anyway, Donald Trump Jr. is uh, criticizing the Montana GOP for engaging in left wing cancel culture. And and so anyway, we, uh, I'll, I'll get to that story in a little bit more uh, detail here uh, later this morning. But I uh, wanted to get that on your radar here for you early risers in the six o'clock hour of the show who missed our eight o'clock hour of the show yesterday. All right, Ben in Billings next up. Ben, great to hear from you. What's on your mind? Illegal immigration and good morning, Montana. It's funny how we call it uh, illegal Immigration, when this administration is allowing and letting them in, solutions, shut and close the door. Uh, they're here, and they're here. They're here in town. They're here in Billings. Uh, yeah. Was at a, a major uh, big box store, and two Mohammedans speaking their native tongue, always in groups of two, three, possibly four. Otherwise, I think my solution today is to go out to Cooney Reservoir and ice fish. <laughs> That's, well, wait a minute. Is it, how's the ice? Uh, you, you might not have to break through the ice. I don't know. It's been pretty nice here the past couple of days. <laughs> right. Well, the global warming trend. <laughs> you know, that's been happening for quite some time. I mean, uh, Glacier used to be covered in glaciers. That's why it got called Glacier National Park, because those glaciers have been melting for quite some time. All right, Ben, hey, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, no, you're right. They're here. We know it. Um, look at how many ice holds are in the Gallatin County Jail in particular right now. The, the latest is a Honduran man who tried to stab a construction worker to death at a Belgrade hotel, as we've been reporting here on this show. Uh, th- th- that ties in with a, a couple of messages I got to share on our Montana Talks app that came in here as well. Uh, Tom and Billings messaged us. With regard to illegal immigration, uh, Tom says this, you know, if President Biden 
were to tear down the walls around the White House and his Delaware home and take the front and back doors off the hinges in both of these houses and stay home more often and tell the Secret Service to stand down, I might just step back and take a closer look at his illegal immigrant policies. Uh, that was uh, from Tom, our retired U.S. Army friend. Tom, thanks for that message. Tater in Forsyth, uh, she messaged us. I was, uh, for those of you just getting rolling with us here, uh, at the top of the six o'clock hour, I mentioned this story out of Massachusetts where they, they, they closed the rec center. The kids do not get to go to the rec center that, that the taxpayers paid for, by the way. The kids don't get to go to the rec center because they have now, uh, let the illegal aliens take over this rec center in the state of Massachusetts. Tater and Forsyth says, I saw Lawrence Jones was interviewing a mom outside of that rec center in Massachusetts. She let the real Schiff word as in, you know, S-H word show. <laughs> she she let the real world, uh, real word fly uh, live on, on Fox News. Uh, they must not have had a Travis hovering over the red button. Uh, LOL. No, that's right, Taylor, uh, Tater. Um, the uh, well, and then the other thing is, uh, so the reason we have to hover over that red uh, that red button in case a bad word might fly is because we are regulated uh, by the FCC because we are over the air broadcasting right now. Whereas cable TV, since it's on a wire instead of over the air. Uh, they're actually allowed to let those words fly from time to time, but they try not to, uh, by and large, uh, typically. Marilyn and Billings next up on the phone lines. Marilyn, how you doing? Good. Good morning, Aaron. Morning. Um, I just wanted to put out, um, there is a large group of people um, in Billings, and I think Jeff Laszlocki put out a, a kind of an alert on this, um, that are going door-to-door, talking about uh, or asking to to talk to uh, the younger people in the house who are registered voters. I have one. He's 19. And they demanded to talk to the homeowner. And I said, well, I'm the homeowner. Well, we want to talk to your son, who's 19. And I said, he's not the homeowner. And they wanted to talk to me about solar energy and stuff. And I said, what they're trying to do is get you to sign a petition. But it's largely aimed at aimed at younger people who are more susceptible to the propaganda, right? Yeah. So I think you know um, maybe a, a heads up to people once in a while: don't sign those petitions. Do you, did you get a picture of the of the petition they were trying to get him to sign by chance? No. She, now that's interesting. You should ask me because she wouldn't show it to me. Really? Wow. Yeah. Well, I would have taken a picture of her and reported her to the county attorney's office or somebody and said, hey, you have got people going door to door and acting in a shady manner here. You know, and, and it's the, the reason your story doesn't surprise me is the micro targeting that these political campaigns and uh, it, which is basically what this is. This sounds like the environmental Democrat group pushing a petition yeah. um, is my assumption. I don't know the whole story here. But I'm just, so I'm, again, I'm just making assumptions here. I want to tell you when I'm giving facts, when I'm giving opinions, when I'm giving assumptions, this is an assumption that you got some environmental group out there trying to gather signatures for a petition. They show up at your door. They don't want to talk to you, the homeowner, that might have to nope. pay the expenses of whatever petition they're pushing. They want to talk to your younger son to get him to sign right. it because they think that the younger people will fall for more of this stuff. Now, 
why would they show up your door and why would they why would they know that this 19 year old kid is living in your house because, because of because they get his names from voters roll it, well, and all sorts of other things, right? What did uh, I mean? What did yeah. ten thousand mules uh, or, or two thousand mules show us? It, it, it showed us the 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 way that they can track people. You don't even need to be the FBI to be able to track and monitor people and know their everyday purchases and their political inclinations and their age and their demographic data. You can purchase this stuff through the marketplace. That, that's what they did for two thousand mules. They they purchased through the marketplace. All the the FBI, as I understand it, for January sixth targeting did the same thing. They used marketplace uh, things that were already available in the market. Purchased that to micro target people. It's crazy. Well, and she was she was very aggressive and very firm that she would be back. And I thought, uh, okay, well, you come on back, and I will escort you to the edge of the property and say. <laughs> Next time you're trespassing. Get one but, of those uh, doorbell cameras, and then you got video automatically. You don't even need to whip out your cell phone. Yeah, but I just think the word needs to get out. People need to talk to their young voters and say, don't let, you know, let people intimidate you into signing a petition like that. She mm -hmm. would not let me see it. Interesting. Well, thanks for, for getting that on everybody's radar, Marilyn. Thanks for calling in. All right, let's see. Uh, we got to take another uh, quick break here very quickly. Uh, but first, let's go to Mary in Billings. Mary, what did you want to share? I heard this morning they're opening up all these charter schools here in Billings. Who's paying for those? Is it the taxpayer? Because they're for the illegal um, kids, my understanding is. The one of them. They, yeah, one of them. They want to make it for the refugees, the so-called refugees. Yeah, yeah. Right. So who's paying for that? You and me and That's Marilyn. And yeah, no, you're right. The taxpayers. Yeah, they're, they're paying for that. Uh, we're paying for that. Now, liberal judges here in, in Montana won't allow a private sector or a, a, a private charter school to get up and running. The, the, the liberal right. judges figured out a way to block that. But but no, no, no. A charter school for so-called refugees being dumped in in our community. Oh, no, no. The, the liberal judges, they're allowing that one to move forward. Uh, can, I, can I say this? Please, um, uh, hold that. I was, hold that thought, because okay. I got, oh, actually, I got 10 seconds, but I'll, no, hold that thought. Hold that thought if you can, Mary, because uh, okay. I, I want to hear your full thought. I want to hear what, what you have to say about this. Quick break. Well, not so quick. We got the commentary from Hannity. But, Mary, I promise you'll be right up after this. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minutes. Now Biden says that he's going to respond. Okay, well, what are you, what are you going to do, Joe? You know, what is Joe Biden going to do now? I don't want a long protracted war in that region of the world at all. But I also, as an American, you better understand something the way this world works. If, if somebody attacks you and tries to kill your soldiers, you better respond and you better respond 10 times harder because that's the only thing they're going to understand. And if you don't respond, you're emboldening them to do more. And by not responding, Joe Biden, that's why I say he has blood on his hands, because this then became inevitable. But don't worry, six pro-life activists were found guilty for blocking access to an abortion clinic and now facing up to 11 years in prison. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio Show later today, right here. Doctors take field of greens for their own health. Here's Dr. Ryan Green to explain. We're like you, too much fast food, not enough exercise. That's why I take field of greens. The fruits and vegetables in field of greens support my heart, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism for weight loss. And field of greens promises your doctor will notice your improved health 
or your money back. Get 15% off with promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. That's promo code radio at fieldofgreens.com. Product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. I'm Chad Pergram with the Speaker's Lobby. Does President Biden need to seek congressional authorization to counter hostilities in the Middle East? The War Powers Resolution of 1973 grants presidents the power to initiate military intervention, especially on the fly or responding to a crisis without seeking a congressional blessing. Ironically, the War Powers Resolution was designed to give Congress a tool to harness an overzealous commander-in-chief. Presidents of both parties have long relied on the War Powers Resolution as a crutch to justify military action without congressional hindrances. This is why bipartisan House members wrote to President Biden calling strikes against Houthi rebels as unauthorized. However, presidents have increasingly leaned on two authorizations for the use of military force, or AUMFs, approved by Congress more than two decades ago to legitimize overseas engagements. Such was the case with the AUMF approved by Congress in 2001 after 9-11. Congress adopted a second AUMF in the fall of 2002 to greenlight the 2003 war in Iraq. With the Speaker's Lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. Uninvited. Alex Brusowitz, a close ally to President Donald Trump, uninvited to be a keynote speaker at the Montana GOP winter kickoff event. Uh, full audio of my conversation with Alex. Go to MontanaTalks.com or download the app on your smartphone. It's in the 8 o'clock hour podcast. Plus, we got some fresh news headlines for you as well. And more details on this Honduran man arrested in Belgrade, Montana for trying to stab a guy to death. MontanaTalks.com. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, let me drink. No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thank you for talking. For more hdrinking.samsa.gov. Brought to you from the Montana Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Taking your calls live, 406-294-097. This is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint. Oh, good question. A uh, question from our producer, Travis. Quick question on the Elk Sammy from Proof Donuts. Did you say that the barbecue jam has huckleberry? I think so. I think so. Uh, Man, uh, yeah, it's great. Our, our friends from Proof Donuts stopped by yesterday, and they brought by. I, I was I was talking about this a while back. They had this breakfast sandwich. Uh, they don't just have great donuts at Proof Donuts uh, in Billings. They have this breakfast sandwich that has elk summer sausage on it. And I think it's like a huckleberry, some sort of jam, barbecue sauce on it. Freaking incredible. But, uh, Travis, what did you think of it? What did you, you think? I, I, I meant to ask you that yesterday, what you thought of that uh, that breakfast sandwich. All right, let's get back to Mary in Billings. Uh, Mary, you asked a great question. Okay, so one of three proposed public school charter schools uh, that School District 2 in Billings is proposing 
yeah, we heard it for ourselves from the school district two superintendent. One of them will be a charter school to help all of the the non-English speaking uh, so-called refugees that are going to be placed in Billings. Well, I, you know, I have a problem with that because I'm in my 70s. And when I was in school many, many years ago, the migrants went to the public school and every migrant in our area, the kids did speak a little English and they learned more when they were in just the regular public school classes. Just thrown into it. I can bank 10 to 1. I, I can bank 10 to 1 that most of these kids coming up here know a bit of English. Now, for the taxpayers to have to pay for these charter schools to teach these kids, you know, I say put them in the public school. They will adjust. They will learn. But the thing is, our kids need the money, too, because our schools aren't in the best financial shape. So how much money are they taking from our schools to pay for the illegals? Yeah, so uh, yeah good, good question. question. Good. Yeah, no, that's, that's a very good question. Yeah, and I appreciate your point, too, about, uh, about hey, is, is really p- placing them in a separate uh, separate but equal uh, school is that is that really the best approach? I mean, now others would argue don't even set up the services because you set up the services and you're just going to encourage more of this type of, of activity, more of, the, of this type of placement uh, here in Montana. But uh, but yeah, what what happened to inclusive education and including them in the regular everyday classrooms? That's another very good question that you make and. Uh, yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. All right, let's see. Um, so, so real quick, because I, I know I didn't even really get to it yet here. Um, if you go to MontanaTalks.com, uninvited, Montana GOP disinvites Trump ally from upcoming event. Donald Trump Jr. has now weighed in. He said he says it is really disappointing to see some Republicans in Montana engage in left wing cancel culture. It's even more disappointing that they would target one of my father's strongest and most loyal supporters, Alex Brusowitz. That's the guy we interviewed in the 8 o'clock hour of the show yesterday. Uh, and what's interesting is if you go read the Donald Trump Jr. tweet, uh, Florida Congressman Matt Gates agrees. He, uh, Well, in part, in part. But he, he agrees that, that Brusowitz should be allowed to speak at the Montana GOP uh, winter kickoff. Now, he, he also offered that he would speak as well. Uh, so anyway, uh, that's the latest. Uh, go to MontanaTalks.com for the Don Jr. Uh, tweet. All right, we're just about out of time this hour of the show, but Nancy and Roundup, what did you want to share? Well, getting to Mary's phone call and also a quick uh, word about Johan Omar. Mary is correct. Uh, I grew up on a tomato farm in the Great Lakes. My grandfather was a uh, district manager in lower Michigan and upper Ohio for uh, migrant affairs. And uh, when I went to school, public school, the migrant kids did attend and they had to learn as they went along, and uh, that's the way it was. And I agree and they probably came here legally too, didn't they? Uh, no, 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 they did not. Oh, okay. We knew that they knew they were border jumpers. They would always say they were from Brownsville, Texas. But the point of it is, they would work. I mean, these people worked from morning until night. And uh, when the season was to over, provide, and they back. didn't expect the taxpayers. All right, we, we got a hold of there. I mentioned we were just about out of time. We got David Noble coming.